You are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential. Derived from our maker, that is liberty. And liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. And greetings. Happy Tuesday. The Steve Day Show podcast returns here on Westwood One, powered by CRTV after a long Labor Day weekend. Todd and Aaron are here with me. We have a very special guest we will introduce you, reintroduce you to in a few moments. First, I want to remind you, we love to know what you think about what we think. Steve at SteveDace.com is how you can email us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show, and the last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. Todd and Aaron, we just wrapped up production for today's show on CRTV. Give the audience a little tease of what's coming up today at CRTV.com. Aaron, I'll start with you. There were several facial expressions on Nate Madden's face during the CR roundtable today <laughs> during Todd's first monologue that you will not want to miss i shouldn't even have to give you any more meat on the bones than that um because what todd said will probably be making you make that face as well not to mention i think we may have set a crtv record for the most usage of disjointed pop culture references oh man that seemingly had nothing to do with each other whatsoever but were completely random todd well i wondered over the weekend which uh movie sound effect aaron would go to to replace bleeding sheep yeah since he used that and he nailed it on that front and we discussed how uh jeff uh beauregard sessions is like that many-faced janice god you know it's just keeps spinning on that neck of his and you never know whether the 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 uh the tyrant of uh law and order will show up or or the flaccid guy who uh walks around like mr bean or something in between Uh, but um we also talked about uh the the weird clause in the constitution that must be there but nobody can find that this is in fact jeff sessions justice department well, if you want to watch today's CRTV show, here's how you can do it. CRTV.com is the website. You can use my name, not just a swear word now, but also as a promo code that'll get you a discounted subscription to CRTV. How discounted? It'll cost you just about a quarter a day to watch us. The gray one, Mark Levin, Steven Crowder, the whole gang here at CRTV.com. Promo code DACE, D-E-A-C-E. Don't miss an episode. You can go back and watch all the old episodes you've missed up until this point as well. CRTV.com promo code DACE. All right, it is a Tuesday. This is our Pop Culture Tuesday podcast. We take a look at the intersection between pop culture and conservatism. And with this now being post-Labor Day, the summer movie season is over. The fall movie season is upon us. And so we have dragged him out of semi-self-induced retirement. Our good friend, Mike Woody, is back with us. My friend, it is good. And I'm this. there is no setup here. This may be the only nice thing I say the rest of this show. It is good to see you again. How have you been? Wow, I've been well. I haven't seen you in a long time because the last two of these we've done, he hasn't been here, has he? Correct. No, that, that, I've been gone, and they realized... That's why I was shocked when I walked in. They realized <laughs> if they called you, you would take my place by doing the vast majority of talking. They wouldn't have to, and it worked, right? Well, I walked into the studio, and I quickly saw you, and I was like, I got to get out of here, and the door locked behind me. <laughs> the Hotel California again! You can't get out! Wow. If you watch today, CRTV show you know what that's a so reference to. In the in the in the earlier reference to 
conservatism and mass media, where where do I fall in there? Well, you are <laughs> Iowa's proud, the one proud. Still have it on the John yes. Kasich Iowa caucus voters. Yes. So if you go and find who's the, the agate print of the 2016 Iowa caucus results, and it says an agate John Kasich won in the vote total. We know who it is. You have outed yourself. I've proudly You're the man. I proudly still have it on the car. Yes. I was at Mass the other day. You know Father Livingston. Correct. He's like, Mike, um, is that your car with the, with the John Kasich sticker? <laughs> then he said, you've missed you've missed too many confessions, Mike. Is that what he said after that? Come uh, see me. No, I quickly Come ran. See I, me. I ran screaming from the chapel. <laughs> You lit on fire spontaneously? Exactly. All right, so before we get to the fall movie preview, here's what I'd like to do with you. I have my list of the 10 best 2018 movies I've seen so far. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks for that preparation. Okay. Heading yeah. into, mm-hmm. now that we're three-fourths of the way through the year, mm-hmm. so heading into the heading into the, the last quarter of the year. Yeah. All right? These are, in the, in the order I would rank them, the 10 best movies I've seen so far this year. And I'm going to go 10 to 1, and I want you to just give me a quick hot take on my list. Okay? <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Number 10, I have Black Panther. Very good movie. I think it's a very good movie. I've watched it a couple more times. I think there is some social justice projection in that I don't think it's as good as... I think people wanted it to be better because of um, the political and undertones to the movie. Oh, yeah, I think so. But I actually... and this, My take on this may surprise you because you and I have never talked about this, but Todd and Aaron and the audience have heard me say this before. Yeah. I think the movie's weakness is there's actually not enough politics. You know, I don't, and you and I have had this conversation. Well, you would say that about every movie. No, I would not. <laughs> uh, you and I have had this conversation for 15 years. You always tell me if it doesn't agree with my policies, I don't want to watch it. I always tell you, I don't need you to agree with my politics. I just, whatever your politics are, I need you to do them well. And if I'm entertained, I'll watch. I found, it's essentially, you know, one guy's Martin Luther King Jr. and the other guy's Malcolm X, right? And they don't, they don't even hide that. I wanted to see more of that interplay. I wanted to hear them debate one another more. I think the film it found itself. I think they the, the film scared of its own message a little bit in that they were gonna. You get I got the sense watching it they were gonna really go at that at that part of the plot yeah. and then felt like you know we are still a Marvel movie so let's have more let's fight some more. But and that's where I thought they 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 just made another Marvel movie when I thought they could have made something much more. The success of this film may give you exactly what you're looking for though. Yeah, because they'll be in, in the end. Marvel's like, dude, this movie outgrossed the Avengers worldwide, so you don't know what you're talking about and. And I'm going to be like, and that's why I live in Des Moines and your name is Kevin Feige. Because you're right. I don't know what I'm talking about. But this is just my own opinion. Not to give away some family secret here, but did you think it was the best comic book movie of the year? No. Not a chance. No. In fact, another one's going to be up here very high on the list. Can I ask you both quick to frame what we're talking about here? Sure. Because no matter what, your lists would be different. But you guys agree on things a lot more than people might think. Overall, though, frame of reference this entire year of movies thus far, do you give it an A? Do you give it a B? Do you give it a C? So we know what we're talking about. Yeah, are you about? okay with this being on my list anywhere? Are you okay with it? Yeah, I'm, I'm But okay is this an okay. A year for movies? It would not is be on B my list. B year for movies I overall? Think we, can't, we can't really tell because, one... Up to this point. Up to this point, I think it's been a B plus year. I okay. agree. Uh, more of the serious thematic theme movies yes. are what will come out now. And the popcorn movie season 
it's not it's not Memorial Day or first of May to, to end of August anymore. You know, Marvel's putting out major releases in February. Major releases are coming out in March. And so the summer movie season, I don't think, was very good. No. And I think one of the reasons why is because what I'm saying here, it's more spread out now. Yeah. These don't come out. There's not a blockbuster every single week now like there was for so many years. Right. They're more spread out. So I think the year's been good for movies. I just thought it was a very disappointing summer movie season overall. Yes, I would agree. Okay. And I hate to agree. Number nine. I, we we may disagree here. Um, I'm I'm I have I can only imagine here number nine on my list. Never saw it. Okay, here's what I love about the movie. What I love about the movie is they found a way to take a Christian song that had huge crossover appeal. It was on the Billboard pop charts and everything else, and they made a very compelling story around it. Um, and they and they it, they made a very adult story. I mean, there's real depictions of abuse and things of that nature. It's not, there is some formulaic at the end, but um, there's there's human disappointment in this movie that a lot of Christian films that take on this subject matter have, have sort of refused to address, and you and I have talked about this for years as well, this notion that everything's got to be perfect and hunky-dory and everything else. And this film uh, is pretty blatant about um, showing the warts of human nature. Which makes the spiritual payoff at the end, I think, even more powerful. Did any of you guys ever see this one? Yet? I have. I have. Because it, it's, it it's on yes. demand yet. Yep. I, I tried to watch. You it. saw? Did you see it, Aaron? Yes. Yeah. It was. I. I agree. I mean, there's. I. I hate the formulaic thing, but and but that's the really at the end. That's the only time that it happened, and there are moments. Just. I mean, there's a lot of Christian music. Christian movies, quote unquote, air quotes, uh, tend to be able to do this. Um, but there are a lot of legit. Uh, you know, tear-jerking moments mm-hmm. in that movie, uh, but they were not, they weren't tacky, they weren't cheap. My 85-year-old mother-in-law said that she loved it. It was the best movie she saw all year, and she cried. It's also the only movie she saw all year, sure. so I had to kind now, of discount that. If, if, you're, if you're 7, 8, 9, 10 on my list, particularly 8, 9, or 10, odds are you won't be on this list at the end of the year, right? right? Okay, You're going to get bumped. Yeah. Number eight, Mission Impossible Fallout. Which to me is the ultimate, as you would say, the ultimate Steve Dace film. There's literally no plot to this movie. I mean, there's literally no story. But it has some of the abs, like the like previous movie, Rogue Nation, had a great story, I thought. Right. Okay. This has like almost no story, but in terms of cinematic experience, it is one of, it is, it's, it's insane how much how powerful the visuals and the action are. You are a sucker watching for this, a car chase. Dude. Watching this in the theater, it's. It, it, you get your money's worth as much as any film you will see in a theater. I think it's the best of the series. Maybe, maybe the first one because it was so new. Um, but if if there's any complaint, and I and I know you don't have this complaint, there was one, maybe two action scenes too many. Holy cow! There is, is no way this guy is alive. It's a it's a it's a it's a buffet. It's not a movie, it's a buffet. You just keep going back and you're like, I'll take some of that and I'll take some of that, right? Yeah, well here, I'll take this too. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Number seven, Operation Finale, which I just saw yesterday. Have you yep. seen this yet? What'd I you have. think? I thought it was really good. Really good. For those who are wondering, Operation Finale is uh it's it's basically Argo meets World War II. It, it, it's it's no, it's not as good as Argo. I, it's not in Argo's class, and okay. I even wrote that in my review on my Facebook wall. But in putting it putting it in the vicinity is in and of itself high yes. price. Like it's in the neighborhood. It's just not on the same street. Right. They're a little, they're a little higher on the hill. But you might be in the same area code or thereabouts. 
but it, it's reminiscent of Argo in that it takes you behind the scenes of one of the great untold uh, moments of 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 a of a moment in history a lot of people think they know a lot about but they maybe don't know how it went down and how it occurred uh, i noticed in the credits oscar isaac is also the producer which tells you this is basically a pet project of his yes. that he took this on this is sort of th- this something that he put the money helped raise the money and come up with to make it happen he stars in the film you know ben kingsley is just you knew he was going to be great oh. and he absolutely is great as adolf eichmann in the film it's just it it, it it's you know, it's like it's like the B side to Argo, but you know the the B side to uh, I want to hold your hand was eight days a week, and that went number one too, right? So well, sometimes the B side's pretty good. Here's the question: How did this guy walk away? How did he get away? I mean, all of them committed suicide or were captured or killed, and this guy just kind of walks away. And for years, nobody knew where he was. And that fascinated 15 me. years later and there's this pocket of Nazism there in yeah. Buenos Aires uh, uh-huh. and where several of them have relocated to Argentina uh, number six I have The Incredibles 2 better than the first thought it was better than the first yes you thought it was better than the first didn't you no but I thought okay. it was excellent I thought it was, I don't think it was, it was better really than the first good. but I thought it was excellent I thought the story was better did you think the story yeah. was better it's really good though it's really good it, 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 I, I don't know that it's worth we waited 15 years for that movie, but it's really good. I'm just. I think it won't take as long the next. You week. think? Yeah. <laughs> it, it just seemed important that the makers of that movie, instead of just tur- well, they waited a long time, so it obviously wasn't like you know Ice Age five or something. It wasn't just for the buck, but it was important. Even though they knew it was going to make big buck no matter what, they it was really important that they stayed true to themselves and what they tried yep. to accomplish yeah. in that first movie. You could tell. They, yeah. And much like and, and and you know we talked about the politics of Black Panther. Much like its predecessor, this movie is overtly conservative. I mean, the villain of the film is the angry feminist who is upset at her capitalistic brother who believes in a meritocracy. And and what's the what's the debate that the mom, the Incredibles mom and her have? And the, the, fem, and the feminist yeah. sister, we could have been friends if not for your... Core values. Yeah, if your they, core values. core values. That, that's yeah. right in the script. Yeah. It's an overtly conservative movie. Uh, number five, Hereditary. Hereditary. Remind me. This is the movie. I'm trying not to spoil it. Uh, this is the movie about oh. uh, the family that gets caught up in the satanic cult. Okay. With what's her face? With Tony Cassette. Cassette. Yeah. There's a Cassell. Is her name? Colette. Oh, Colette. Tony Colette. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen this one? Uh huh. What'd you think? It was. I think it's freaking great. It is so creepy. Yeah, I agree. It is. Wow. It is creepy all the way. And when through. you think it's gotten to the end of creepy, I agree. It gets creepier. What I think is the most powerful part of the movie is actually what a lot of people think is the lamest, which is the end. I disagree. Here's why. The film it does an incredible display of how evil operates and works. The way it it finds the entry point into the family. And then just burrows its way deeper and deeper and deeper. The way it looks, it's it, the, the the prettiest snakes are always the most poisonous, right? And it, and then finally, when it reveals itself, the end of the film is the only time in the movie that the antidote to the evil is actually mentioned. And that's what I thought I found was powerful, because they stand up and they literally say, "What do they say at the end? We reject the Trinity." So just like in, in The Incredibles 2, where the angry feminist villain looks at the mom who says, 
you know, we could have been friends if not for your core values. Evil, when, it, when, it, when the evil finally announces itself and reaches its culmination at the end of the movie, what does it say? It verbalizes it. It's, it, it tells you who it is and what it's here to oppose. And it Tony, says it up front. Tony Collette was awesome. I agree. It's, it's really good. But it is really but good. It is, but there, but it, it is really graphic. It, it, and it's also not what you think it is in the trailers. Okay? Right. Like, and again, I don't want to spoil too much of it. When what you think it is turns out to not be what it is when you see it. Uh huh. My wife, I mean, Amy and I looked at each other. Our, we did not see that coming. And her, her, our jaws just kind of dropped, you know? And that's when the film really goes to a totally different yeah. gear. Totally different gear. And Sue wouldn't, Sue wouldn't go see it. It's, and that's it's, good. You're on edge the whole time. I, I, don't know when, I don't know when you saw it, but like the way the sound editing is done, everything about the film puts you on edge. Yeah. The way the sound editing is done where you're hearing sounds out of <laughs> singular sounds out of faraway speakers. And, you're, and I, I found myself like looking around as somebody, you know, walking around and you realize that's the movie. Yeah. Everything about the movie is designed to put you on edge. And, and you it don't, does. And you don't get off edge until you walk out of that theater. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah, number four. I just ran. Number four, I think these two movies are similar. They just have different approaches, but they're very much the same story. How how an individual family confronts evil. I have a quiet place, number four. It'll be higher on my list. Higher on your guess. list? Okay. Yeah. It is a great film. I mean, I agree it's a great film. What they have done with this movie, I mean, they have released a silent film. For all intents and purposes, this is a silent film. There's not much dialogue at all. And even to the point where if somebody's eating popcorn in the theater, they had like people taken out of the theater because they were arguing about somebody making a popcorn noise. What I love it about the movie great. too is is they don't make these too much anymore. It, it's a movie that truly has some scares and truly has some thrills and provided your little ones can handle it. Definitely, at the very least, 12 and up are fine seeing this movie. Yes. They don't make a lot of these kinds of movies anymore. But they do a pretty good job of not showing you what you, you know, what yes. you shouldn't see You know, early. the parents know what's going on. But yeah. that first scene in the movie? Yes. You know yeah. you're in for something different. Another, fi- another film whose the moral message is pretty profound. We see them pray around yes. the table. Uh-huh. It's very clear the traditional gender roles are what makes the family strong. Mom is the mama bear and the nurturer. Dad is the defender, the provider, yep. and the protector. Um, and these things are so... They're not even subtle in the film. They go out of their way to accentuate these roles. And it's, and it's the fact that they embrace these roles when you watch the film. It's the fact they embrace these roles that are allow them to keep surviving yeah. up against this menace. Yep. But when she's in that bathtub, that is Agreed. that is a scene will, yep. that will never leave my yep. head. I'm going to be fascinated if, if you think I'm way overblowing this movie. But you know I the next one on my list. You know when I like when you try something new, right? Several years ago, there was a romantic comedy called, was it 50 Days of Summer? 500 Days 500, of Summer. 500, yeah. And I didn't think it was that great of a movie, but I put it on my top 10 list at the end of the year because they tried something different. I yes. just wanted to give them props for it, right? Yeah. Okay. So I have, much so you couldn't remember the title, but I digress. Yes. I have Searching number three on my list. Searching. Have you seen this one yet? I don't think I have. So it's, um, oh, it's the new Mr. Sulu. What's his name? John. Um, Chow. Chow. Thank you. Okay. Uh, he plays a father who's, uh, he's a single dad 
and I don't want to blow the plot of why he's a single dad, okay? Okay. He's a single father um, who, the whole film takes place online. The whole film does. Oh, this is the one, wasn't it shot on an iPhone? Yes. Okay. And the whole film takes place online, and his teenage daughter is missing. And so the interactions he has with the police are on Skype or FaceTime. You know, you watch him. And this is your number two film? I have it number so three. Far. I have it oh, number, number three. three. Okay. It is it is brilliantly executed. It's only showing here in town, by the way, at uh, the Jordan Creek. Nowhere else in Des Moines. No other theater has it. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of a limited release thing. But um, if I watched it again, let me put it, it the film is The Sixth Sense. And when you see it and you see how it ends, you'll recognize why I compared to The Sixth Sense because you'll have seen the signs of what, what's really going on here. When you reverse engineer it, once you know the outcome, you would have been like, oh, why didn't I pick up on that, right? So the film is sort of The Sixth Sense meets social media. Highly would recommend it. Highly mm. recommend. It's very, very well done and it's original. Can That's I what watch I like it on about my it. phone since he shot it on his phone? I, I, maybe for eight ninety nine. I don't know. Wow. You haven't seen this one yet. No. You gotta I get a, I, when you, I don't go out that way. <laughs> Another inside joke. Yeah. Nice. Well, when you finally come out to the slums of the suburbs, let me know what you think, okay? I will. Number two, I have Sicario, Day of Soldado, number two. No, I can't do that. No? It was good, but it's it's not half the movie the first one. Was. Really? I thought it was much better than no, the first I one. No, I really missed Emily Blunt's character. Now, I would normally miss Emily Blunt read names out of a phone book brother okay right. yeah i mean I, which I'm, is why i like the quiet place yeah, yeah. okay I'm, 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 i can almost do almost anything emily blunt said i can almost do probably but josh prolin and and you know i don't like benicio del toro you know i don't like him because he i can't even understand what he talks he mumbles he mumbles everything they're they're so good in this movie but it you, does such a great job of depicting the political scenario I think it is a masterpiece I love it I I, I missed her because she kind of was the moral was, center yeah right between these two alphas otherwise yeah. it was just two guys trying to do guy stuff this see I didn't think that at all I'm I, glad you liked it I think it's great that's why I have it number two okay okay and my number one you can probably guess what I have number one I have no idea I have infinity war number one I think in, I think I think the Russo brothers pulled off the greatest achievement in cinematic history. Here, before you scoff, here's why. Wow. Here's why. Here's why. They had to take 14 films made by about nine or ten different directors, and they had to. This is not a. This is not Peter Jackson completing a universe he built. Right. This is not George Lucas completing a universe he built. They had to take other people's handiworks, mm-hmm. under other people's nuances, character creation. And they had to mold it into one cohesive story. And then they had to do it while creating a villain that you could believe was was a threat of the magnitude that he was. Uh, and I just watched yeah. it again the other day. The pacing is perfect. It never drags. Everybody gets their highlight, and it's never like a contrived moment. The, the chemistry and the way they paired them off so they could give everybody... It is... In terms of degree of difficulty, I, I'm sure there will be a better movie I will see between now and the end of the year. But none that went into it with the degree of difficulty that this one had. And they nailed it. And they nailed it. They it stuck is, the landing. I think it is probably... I, I still feel that Wonder Woman was a an absolute 
great film. And you know, we all love Wonder Woman. Well, Aaron hasn't seen it yet, but I, I love it. I love it. Tom Rudy, it. but I digress. Aaron hasn't seen it yet? Yeah, Aaron hasn't. I have not. Aaron, it's like a year and a half? And Aaron hasn't seen Rudy, but What's we're, a movie? About, we're very Whoa. ashamed. Of, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I, that's I, if I could drop the mic, I, I still, would. I don't even know. I haven't even taken the time to Google what it is since we had we, this conversation. We are, we wow. are we Todd to and say, I are like, in unison. That is a dude code fa- violation to have yes. not seen. If you are above 12 years old and haven't seen Rudy, that is a dude code violation. <laughs> is it dark in the cave? <laughs> Holy cow, man. Get out. It is. Cave paintings um, are the... Uh, are the we, no, we're done talking to you. Okay. Would you say... Mike, I, it's a t- is it a top ten movie even on your list? Because that would say something. What this year, up to this point, affinity, yeah, affinity, affinity it's, it's Okay, well then you guys are in general agreement because if yes. you could say that, I think yeah. I think it is probably with Wonder Woman, you know, one two best comic book movies ever. Like I think, I think I agree with you that it is. Like I think, I think A Quiet Place is a better movie than Searching, for example, but. I went above with searching because they try of the uniqueness of what they tried, yeah. and, I, and I think I think I'll, I'll, I think I will see at least one or two movies better than Infinity War in the next few months. But the degree of difficulty, the hill they had to climb, I mean, the task they took on was damn near impossible, and they exceeded everybody's expectations. I went into that movie and I told people outright, "Here's the deal: too many characters, too many storylines. Right. It's not going to work." Right, and it was almost flawless. Agreed. All right. We should end this now. Yeah, we should just get out of here. We've agreed a lot. Let's go. You can tell we haven't been together in a while. We kind of miss each other. Let's just cut. No, we don't. Let's just (laughs) cut the show off early. We'll go rent Rudy. We'll pop some corn. (laughs) I still. I what? Okay, can somebody fill me? What is Rudy about? I, I kind of gathered from Rudy context. Rudy is the true story of Dan Rudy Rudiger, who's He's Dan Rudy. Walk, I used to interview him. He used to come on the show like when I oh. when we worked at the iCubs. He used to come on the show all the time. Um, and you want to know a true story? I told the, told Todd this the other day. I don't think he believes me. I am the guy that told Rudy Rudiger that Frank that Dan Devine died. I told him. Really? Yeah. Because I'm sitting over there that day at the ballpark when Dan Devine died. And we had had, I think it was through Gartner or somebody there, I was able to get Rudy on the show a few times. Somebody there at the iCubs knew him. Huh. Okay. And and so I had his cell number and I thought, there's no way. Everybody in the world is going to want to talk to him today. There's no way I'm going to get him on. But you know me, you had not because you asked not. I'll, I'll ask for anything. All he can tell me is no. I have no pride. I don't mind rejection. He picked up his phone. I picked, he picked it up. So what did he do when you told him? And he had no idea that Dan, that Dan had, he goes, are you for real? I said, yeah, he just died. He goes, I gotta, I gotta go. I'm sorry. Yeah, wow. that's a true story. That's cool. And so it's the story, story of Dan Rudy Rudiker, Aaron, mm-hmm. famous walk on at Notre Dame, whose life dream was to play football at Notre Dame, and he walked his way on, and he actually got in for like three plays at the end of his senior season. And Which the movie may or may not be like the movie. It may not have gone exactly like that, but the movie is it's it is it's one of the movies that we agree as guys is acceptable to cry at the end of, right? Okay. Oh, I cry before the end because I cry in the tunnel when his buddy grabs him and yeah, oof, I'm starting to tear yeah. up. Yeah, that's a great movie. I've seen Remember the Titans. Yeah, does that count? No, that's a good one. I've not, seen it's it, not seen as it legendary. Times. Not, not quite as legendary as this one. Yeah. It's a good Disney film. All right, so fall is here. Yes, you got it a is. list of fifteen movies that you want us to anticipate for the next few months. Let's go through these quickly. All right. All right. So my wife is really looking forward to this first one on the list, probably because it's about a mom avenging her family. First off, I sent this list the other day, and what's the response I get? Yeah, God. it looks oh, it looks weak. It, it looks 
No, it wasn't weak. It was like abysmal or some yeah. horrible thing. No, I'll, t- I'll loan whatever I said. I don't recall, but yeah, it looks weak. <laughs> All right. Uh, this movie's called Peppermint, starring Jennifer Garner. Yes. Where she essentially is playing the 40-year-old 40 year version of the alias. character she played in Alias, yes. basically. But it's directed by the guy that did Taken, so you know it's going to get ramped up. I thought the trailer to this was kind of cool. I'm shocked, though. There's another movie coming out this Friday. You didn't put on the list. I cannot believe it. Didn't you? Didn't put it on the list. I haven't even seen the the complete list of the movies opening this week. The Nun is not on your list. I'm not going to see the Nun. The prequel to The Conjuring, not which going. you and I both agree might be the greatest modern horror series. Not going. Why? It just looks. It looks bad. It looks. No, I don't want to see that. Wow. Okay. I was shocked that you didn't have the nun on your list. I went to Catholic school. All right. I've seen horrible nuns. You're scared by enough nuns. I don't need that. (laughs) All right. Been there, done that. This is one of the, the next one on your list is a movie I just want to come out so they will stop playing the trailer. Okay. (laughs) I haven't seen the trailer. Oh my gosh. There's two things. Is that out at the Jordan? There's two things at the movies that are driving me nuts right now. One is the trailer of this film and the other is that Diet Coke ad. Where the chick says, "You whatever it is, you do you. And every time I yell out, every time, I did it again yesterday, every time I yell out, what if you suck? Okay? Not everybody should. You know what? Everybody in prison right now thought, do I should do you. Do you see ushers massing in the back of the room? Get this, him out. This is white boy Rick. All right? Now, I do love the line in the trailer when he shows up at the club and the black guy introduces him to the other black gang members and says, this is Ricky. He white. I love that line. Okay? <laughs> um, but... Outside of that, tell me why this movie is on your list. Tell me why. Because it's intense and it's got Matthew McConaughey in it. And I love me some Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Agreed. I do like the line where his kid says to him, Why don't we ever why didn't we ever leave Detroit, Dad? And he looks at him and says, Does a lion leave the Serengeti? It's a good line. But I'm looking forward to this movie coming out so they will stop airing the trailer at the theaters. Next on your list, The Sisters Brothers. I just saw the trailer for this for the first time yesterday. Uh, This is uh, John C. Riley, Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, This is a Western. They play contract killers uh, out in the Old West. You think it's going to be a little intense? I mean, you look at John C. Riley and you think it's going to be funny. I don't right. Think, I don't think it's going to be funny. It sounds like a buddy movie when you say John like C. Like Riley and, and, three then, right? and yeah. then you get in Joaquin Phoenix yeah. and things get weird really fast. Wa- Joaquin yeah, three, has yeah, gotten three amigos, really dark. Three Amigos on Acid or something is what I'm expecting. Uh, the Old Man and the Gun. I have not heard of this movie. This is Robert Redford's, Robert Redford's final film. last movie. He said, I'm done. He may direct a film later, but he's done as far as in front of the camera. Look at the cast. Sissy Spacek, Casey Affleck, Tom Waits, who you did probably Casey Affleck, did he, did he harass anybody? Any female castmates? I don't think so. Okay. No, I, I he might have harassed that. Sissy Spacek, but at this point, <laughs> she might have appreciated that. But it's based on a true story about this wow. old man who just, he went out and he robbed 17 banks. He was arrested 17 times. He went to jail 17 times and he escaped 17 so times. So this, this is a true story. It's a true story. I'd never, have you heard of the story, Todd? No. Neither have I. I've never even heard of this movie. This is another movie I can't wait till it come out, comes out because I just want the trailer to end. I brought that Entertainment Weekly so you can just kind of see the cover there. This is, is this the 17th version of A Star this is, is Born? the fourth. The fourth, okay. And this is Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And Bradley Cooper is directing this. Yes. Okay. So what's original? Why do this again? What's the? What, why did we need to see this story again? Well, first off, the last one was made in what seventy six, seventy seven. So, Aaron, have you ever heard of this movie? 
negatory. I mean, the, old, the original That's is why. Judy Garland, right? Is is she the original? No, there was one before her. One before her. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, okay, just, so forty years. Okay. And and I'm that weird guy because it's not really a guy film. The Chris Christopherson Barbara Streisand film. That's the one I, I was loved. thinking of from my childhood. Yeah, I, I love that movie. And I think it's just it's a timeless story, and I think to update it every. 30, 40 years, whatever. So is Cooper basically uh, a, uh, some kind of um, Merle Haggard type I of... I think so. I think you he's know, a burned out old country okay. singer. All right. So he's not... So who's who's playing the cougar circuit because he can't do the Luke Bryan right. kind of country music that's popular today, right? But they said that his vo- he's got an amazing voice. Everybody was shocked. And then Lady Gaga is somebody that he kind of... Finds, I, discovers. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how this was. Yeah. Okay. Right. I don't know. Okay. Um, first Man on October the 12th. Yeah. Uh, this is Ryan Gosling as Neil Armstrong, reteaming with the director of uh, La La Land. I'm going to be very fascinated to see this film's box office because uh, I'm out. I won't see it. To me, I don't, I don't need you to agree with what I believe, but when you start... That's why I wouldn't go see a Dan Brown movie about the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. When you start jacking with beliefs that don't belong to you unnecessarily, you know, it was the it was the American taxpayer. Are we talking it was the about American the, the military of the flag? Yeah. It was the American people that put all of the effort into that human achievement. Nobody else did. We did. And to remove that flag to me is 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 you don't have a problem with Superman not saying the American way anymore. He's a global figure, all right? But this is a uniquely American moment in human history. And the only reason you would remove that is to troll me. And that's why I'm simply just not going to participate. If we take that out, Steve Dace and No, I mean to troll, not me particularly, but, but people like me around the country. So, and let's also be honest, if Hillary Clinton was president today, they wouldn't have taken that American flag out. So don't pee on me and tell me it's raining. <laughs> have they explained why they did? Yeah, because they, they wanted this to be recognized as a global achievement. Well, that's ridiculous. Of course it's ridiculous. Nobody else did this. We did well, this. Yeah, you can't change history. I agree. History well, is history. They apparently think that they can. So they're not getting my money. That's the number. It goes it goes beyond to this this is what they do all the time. I mean, they are constantly they uh, people like the directors the actors now explaining it they think the they have license oh this goes beyond liberalism this, this is this progressive is, cultural marxist agate prop is what this yes, is this is a, a, a <laughs> we're gonna write that down i'll look it up later it was a liberal who started the space program that launched the man going to the moon all right yeah. it was a liberal who it was a liberal i mean richard nixon had been president of the united states for six months when neil armstrong landed on the moon he didn't have a damn thing to do with this right okay this is this is modern progressive culturally Marxist agate prop. This is, this is, these are the people that if you don't want to subsidize sex change operations for U.S. military soldiers who want to castrate themselves, you're a bigot who hate people, that hates people. That's what this is. This is beyond our traditional conservative, liberal, political disagreement. This is, I'm going to take your symbolism that used to transcend our political disagreements. I'm guessing there were all kinds of people huddling around the around the television set on July 27th or whatever it was, 1969, regardless of whether they had voted for Humphrey or Nixon in that last election, and probably said, what? God bless America. I'm proud of my country, yeah. right? While there's protests and everything else going on in the streets, 
probably pretty much regardless of what you thought about the protest and the counterculture, everybody stood around that moment right then and there and had pride in their country, right? Yep. Well, we have a new generation of leftists that doesn't want that to happen anymore. And they just essentially want to, they're iconoclasts and want to tear down everything that we value. Yes. And I'm just not going to participate in it. If you want to, if you wanted to take veiled shots at Donald Trump in your script, I don't care. But when you take the most iconic moment that is the culmination of this and remove it, then you know what? Other people want to pay for that. You're welcome to do it. I'm not going to. I'm out. I don't care how good I, the movie I don't is. think it's going to have huge box office. It's not a movie designed for huge box office. La La Land did not have a huge box office. And I, I don't and, know. Well, I don't and know. accidentally won the Oscar and then didn't win the Oscar. But but the, the right stuff in 1983 was designed to be yes. huge. It was over three hours long. It was a huge long. box office yes. success. It was, it was nominated for Best Picture. Yes. I think it won Best Picture. So that's, this is... Um, I know it was nominated. This movie is... You talked uh, earlier about A's, A's, the B-side. Why couldn't this be the B-side and that old kind of homage and you are going out of your way to say, we don't want to be that. We yep. don't want to be something that Americans liked by doing something. It, this isn't like some side thing. This is this is clear a clear, iconic moment. Yep. That if you just, like, be honest with me. Don't tell me about world achievements. Tell me exactly what, have the courage to tell me you just wanted to stick the middle finger at a, at America and everybody who uh, That's who, exactly who right. believes in the, the best that the flag stands for. That's what's sick. At least, at least, uh, at least oppose me honestly. Yeah. I'm going to go the, see The patronizing it. aspect of it, I got no respect for that. I have none. At least Colin Kaepernick comes at me honestly. At least Colin Kaepernick gave up, gave up his job in the NFL for what he believed. I have some level of respect for that. This is beyond disingenuous. This is, this, this, is, this is on top of opposing me, you're patronizing me. And I'll be damned if I'm paying for that. Well, um, I'll go see it and I'll send you an email. Thank you. Now, this next film, I am fascinated by the setup to it. Oh, yeah. Because I love the way they have... The, the, now, they're kind of pretending... Um, you know that like they did with the they're kind of pretending that the, all the other Halloween movies after the first two John Carpenter ones were yeah. never made right alright and so this is the Halloween reboot that Jamie Lee Curtis is in yeah and she's basically a gun-toting grandma that has been she's looking for herself, her brother that has been preparing herself for the day Michael gets out yep right I'm kind of so this is kind of Death Wish meets slasher horror in a way right where she's basically Charles Bronson you know, so I'm I'm kind of fascinated by this. Somebody actually. sent me a copy of the trailer because I had not seen the trailer yet, and holy cow, man! She's pretty bad. I'm sitting in my office and I'm scared. Yeah, she's kind of lock and load, and her yeah. kid, her kid, her grandkids think she's nuts. You know, and she's like, I got my Second Amendment, Michael. Bring it, come at me, bro. I'm like kind of in on this. Have you seen this trailer yet? No, not interested okay. at all. All right, I'm, this I'm, uh, no, I'm this kind this, of setup I'm kind of interested this, in. This is a great. The, the original is great horror film. Bohemian Rhapsody about Freddie Mercury. Holy cow. Trailer to this is insanely good. It's I agree. really good. They're already talking that this Malik guy is going to get an Oscar nomination, that he's, you know, he's that good. He looks just like him. Yeah, has the mannerisms down. And I think there's there's been enough time, and I don't think everybody's really familiar with this story. So I think I think this is going to be, especially with the music, it's going to be big. The front runner, Hugh Jackson as Gary Hart. Why did we need this movie? It's or Hugh Jackman, I should say, as Gary Hart. Why did we need this movie? Oh, it says Hugh Jackson. Yeah, I was going off here. You did, actually. <laughs> uh, but, but 
Why did we need this, do you think? What, what's the morality? What, what's unique about this? I don't know. Other than a guy... I haven't seen it yet. Other than a guy daring the media, I'm not having an affair, follow me. So they do, and then they find him having an affair. As soon and he as blows they, the presidency. You right? know, as, right. And, and, you know, maybe they're going to go back to a, a simpler time when it was okay to have an affair and then lose your job. Now you just have an affair and just keep going. <laughs> Number J- Jason Reitman makes some good movies. He does. I agree. Uh, this next one, the trailer oh, in this movie, oh, oh. It, it's it's something. The trailer, the trailer to this movie is a force of nature. Particularly the opening, like minute of it, right? You know what part I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. The girl in the spider's web. Uh, is this related to the girl in the dragon tattoo from the yeah, same the, people? There was an original three books. The author of those three books died actually before they were released. Okay. So this is the fourth book because they've got another guy that the estate has okayed, and he's written, I think, two books now. This is the first of those new books. Okay. Um, the This trailer, the opening minute of this trailer is a wow. Lisbeth Salander. Yeah, this... She is a bad dude. Yeah, have you guys seen this trailer yet? No, I do know that uh, Claire Foy, Mm -hmm. who is from The Crown, uh, which was... uh, which. She was in a movie I was very interested in early this year called Unsane that I thought was going to be great, and it was not. But she was fantastic in The Crown playing Queen Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. I mean, she... Did you see it? No. I mean, she embodied that role it's and now if she can pull off what i know to be she's basically an avenging black widow right essentially yeah because she's so prim and proper you think she's queen elizabeth now if she does the psychopath she's she's one of the best actresses going right now if she can do this This the opening just the opening minute of this trailer is just it it grabs you by the throat this character fascinates me these books have been fabulous the they were all three of them were made for Swedish television originally, hmm. but released here as 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 theatrical releases, and they were. And I know you have problems with subtitles. You know what though? There, there's one that I've I've seen maybe ten or fewer foreign movies with subtitles. I mean, they've got to really be something to get Crouching my attention. Tiger. Okay, Crouching Tiger. You remember that was my that was one. That's the only time <laughs> that's I've your ever. Go-to. That's the only time I've ever paid in a theater for subtitles. Okay, unless you count the passion. All right, um, but the I did see the originals of the uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo in Swedish. The, the original Swedish ones I did see. The dubbed versions, baby. Way yeah. to stop. Yeah, I'm not reading the movie, but I saw the dubbed but those, versions. Those movies are about as intense as they're going to, especially that first one. Oh boy, Widows with. Um, Viola, Viola Davis. Davis just saw this trailer the other day. They, these are wives who find out their husbands are basically a criminal syndicate and they didn't know. Right. And the people they rob, they, her, their husbands robbed the wrong people who were even worse criminals their than them. And their husbands are no longer And their husbands are no longer their husbands. Right. And so they decide they're going to kind of band together and get back at them. Right? That's mm-hmm. kind of the plot of this movie. Yeah. It's an interesting trailer. It, it looks good. Yeah. It's got it, a good cast. Yeah, it does. Creed 2. The first one is phenomenal. Yes. All right. He's going to fight Ivan Drago's son. <laughs> and I'm worried. Now, this trailer, I just saw an updated version of it yesterday uh, when I went and saw um, uh, Operation Finale. Yeah. And it's awesome. It looks... I, I'm, and I mean, the training underwater and all that stuff is great. I'm in. But uh, I want to be wrong, but the Drago's... Sun thing seems so 
contrived. Feeling a little Tommy Gunnish. Yeah. That's a good analogy, actually. The Rocky Five reference there. Yeah. What do you we'll think? See. I think it looks good. I think it's going to be good. It's got a lot of talent there. It does. And the first one they did was great. Yes. I didn't know about this movie. December 7th, Mary Queen of Scots, Margot Robbie as Queen Elizabeth, and who is Cersei Ronan? That's who's playing Queen Mary. Did you ever see Lady Bird? No. Okay. Is Lady Bird? No, her? no, no. Lady Bird. Cersei Ronan was in Lady Bird. She was, but she's uh, not, she didn't play Lady Bird. I, can't I don't remember. think that movie's about Lady no, Bird Johnson. No, not Lady Bird Johnson. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, no, but, yeah, the girl. The that's girl. her. That's her. Okay. Yeah, she's playing Mary Queen of Scots. She's a good actress. She's a good actress. So yeah. basically, this movie's about Bloody Mary. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. It looks, it looks really good. I've never heard of this movie either. Ben is back with this Julia is, Roberts. This is Peter Hedges, who's from Des Moines. His son, Lucas Hedges, was in the Casey Affleck film, Manchester by the Sea. Okay. Did you see that movie? I did not. I tried. I know, it was and, very and, and it was, it was, it was <sighs> probably too much for uh, me. It was Novocaine. Yeah. So he, his son, Lucas, who's a very talented actor, plays a the son of Julia Roberts, and he's an addict, and they're having some family strife. It's going to be very... Very intense. And then December 19th, Mary Poppins this returns. Is this is it for me. For Emily me Blunt. I'm, I'm, I'm in. in. I'm, I'm there. Now, there's a couple movie. There's more than a couple on here. I am surprised they're not on your list. Okay? Of course. Okay. How is Aquaman not on your list? He knew you'd bring it up anyways. I, I'm... The trailer looks good. I was impressed. I had very low expectations I'm for this movie. Slightly hesitant towards that film. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, um, how how is um, uh, the uh, the Nutcracker film that Disney's putting out this Christmas not on the list? Because I had boys. Okay, that's a good, that's a good answer. Um, Twenty seven and twenty nine. <laughs> true. Uh, gender on, is fluid now, don't Come you? Come on, know guys. This? Let's go. <laughs> nice, nice play. Uh, what about the uh, uh, the new Grinch? With um, not a chance. What's his face? Who's playing the Grinch now? Doesn't matter. Um, oh, Sherlock, Doctor Strange. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. is uh, is the Grinch now. Did we need a new Grinch? Yeah. Why are we doing that? I... You know why we're doing that? Because other than Jurassic Park movies, do you know what the highest grossing Universal film of the 21st century is? I bet the live true. action Grinch with Jim yeah. Carrey was, really? which was a horrible film. Yeah, that, that, that's their top two properties: was the Grinch with Je- with Jim Carrey and Jurassic Park movies. I'm selling my Universal stock right now. <laughs> um, and then there was something else I was going to ask you about. Oh, uh, Peter Jackson's got uh, the Mortal Instruments. Have you seen that one yet? I don't even know what to think about that. Neither do I. Uh, that that it looks like it looks so I, bizarre. When I watched the trailer, I thought Peter Jackson. His body had been inhabited by Luke Besson, is what I thought. It looked like the fifth. <laughs> Which is not good. No, it looked like the fifth element meant Lord of the Rings, right? It's just like, what is going on here? I felt like I was in one of those Chevy car ads. What is happening? That's what I felt like when I watched that trailer. You just referenced a French actor. I've seen the fifth element. You know, I hate that movie. I hate it. It's a great movie. I hate that movie. Luke Besson. I hate that film. It's terrible. I, I can't stand that movie. It is so overtly French. I can't stand it. I did just watch his last one, the sci-fi one with uh, Amy and I just watched it. Um, oh, yeah, with the two, was it a brother and sister? No, or? they're boyfriend and girlfriend, and they okay, ended up getting yeah. married. It's um, not bad. It's kind of interesting. It's got some great visuals. Yeah. But it's... He's kind of known for those great visuals. But it was kind of like, meh. <laughs> So when are we going to have you back here, man? I don't know. Now, I was going to tell you, because I, I know you probably go there secretly, but you would never admit to it. MrMovieReviews.com. I didn't know you had a website. I have a website. I, Mr. Mi- I, I, do my, I don't have Mr. 
Like MR or Mr. The Word? MR. 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 So MRMovieReviews.com. Right. And I don't have this, but I've got this corner in my basement. <laughs> I got my phone and I got a tripod. And and you can find me on Twitter. I, I Usually, a lot of times, I will sit in the parking lot of the movie and tweet my review right there from I there. always post my little mini reviews on Facebook. Can you ever share them or comment? I don't do Facebook. Gave it up. Gave it up for Lent permanently? No, I just, it's a time waster. Yeah, it is. You know, I fa- would go there to get something and then I would like 30 minutes later go, what, I why did I even come here? I didn't even you know. You know, Facebook has told me in two and a half years I've gained 36 followers. <laughs> That's a lot for you. <laughs> Am I allowed to participate in the Halloween movie contest? Yes. Because there's another great, one of my favorite books of my childhood is not on your list and I am offended. <laughs> Was this the first time I've offended you? No, no. <laughs> the house with the clock in its walls is not on your list. It is not on the list. But I, I loved I that book as a it. kid. I, I loved that book. book as a kid. It looks interesting. And I love the trailer. I, the cast is good. Yeah, I love Jack I Black. Love Jack Black. I like Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I love. What's I mean, the mo- not like about Kate Blanchett. The movie to me, it looks like from re- from remembering the book is from my childhood. When I was a kid, there was like a after school special with Vincent Price. Okay. Where he did like junior versions of three prominent, um, you know, scary stories. Yeah. Uh, that were child friendly, and um, uh, Legend of Sleepy Hollow was one of them. Okay. And one of the one of the stories you can find this actually on YouTube. I found it several years ago. I think I was in the, Iowa City. The at original, the time, so I wasn't watching. The, the original broadcast from the seventies is on YouTube, and one of the presentations they do is the house with a clock in its walls. Really? Yeah. What's the third one? <clears throat> Uh, it's about a girl ghost, and I can't remember what it's called. A boy falls in love with a girl ghost. I can't remember what it's called. Huh. But, and Aaron, I am surprised you did not demand that we mention the new um, Harry Potter film. There's oh. a new Harry Potter film, The Crimes of Grindelwald. I I didn't even watch the the first the yeah. first. Um, did you see the first? One I of hated those? Fantastic Beasts. Fantas- it's undying not, passion. Yeah. It's not terrible. Harry Potter. Um, kind of like the the Han Solo movie, based on what I've heard of that. It's like. Just to make a point, I'm going to go out of my way to not watch that movie. Yeah, that's some great I, special I, effects. And I, I love the I love Eddie Redmayne. I don't. In fact, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't know what his don't. I didn't know what his character's name was until he left the theater because I couldn't understand a word he said the whole time. Just my I found out, I found out he was Newt Scamander after the movie. He's gonna make a movie with Benicio del Toro, <laughs> the Mumblers, and it's a horror film. In the 3D. mumblers in the walls. It's called the mumblers. Uh, All right, good to see you, brother. That's good to see you guys. All right, let's wait. Aaron, another let's, six, uh, let's wait another six months before we do this again. Aaron, let's go see. Let's go see Rudy. If you say so. Mike's got the milk duds. Yeah. Cool. Well, let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at stevedace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. If you have time today, please click subscribe there on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a positive review. I mean, you can leave a negative one. We just wouldn't like that. Not but, today. Uh, probably not today's show. Probably it was pretty it terrible. Yeah. But maybe tomorrow. Uh, and so many of you have done those two things already. So thank you very much for that. We're back at it again tomorrow. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. I like you.